Hello, yes, and welcome to another edition of the Rams Writer Podcast with me, your host, Simon. The podcast from the fan, for the fans. So, just got back from the uh, Huddersfield game. Poor game, poor weather, poor result. I think sums it up, to be honest. Uh, uh, you know, I, I was really high in confidence about this game. I thought, I thought, I generally thought it would be, you know, it, it's an easy three points. But I thought we'd walk away with the win. You know, despite obviously losing to Bristol City in, in midweek, I thought, you know what? No, you know, we, we're, we're confident at the moment. You know, the confidence is high. We're on a we're on, not on, you know, we're on a decent run of form. You know, we showed a bit of fight and spirit against Bristol to get back into the game, and you know potentially you know I think probably should have drawn it in the end um, especially if we got that penalty as well so <clears throat> but it wasn't to be you know so a couple of changes then uh, to start with uh, Forsyth came back in uh, to replace Max Lowe uh, Wisdom we got moved to right back and uh, to, play, uh, to replace Bogle Curtis Davis came in at centre back so the team, I thought, yeah, yeah especially, you know, and Ruse, obviously Keller Ruse came in because uh, Hamer was, well, he was uh, unable to play, un- ineligible to play due to obviously being on loan from Huddersfield. <clears throat> and so watching the game then, it was, it, from from the kickoff, from, we just didn't see him at it. You know, there was no tempo, there was, you know, not a real great deal happening. Um, we, we were playing nice little football. I mean, there was we, we were playing out from the back. As you know, we we expected as we seem to do now. But, you know, Huddersfield pressed and they put us in, in tight situations. But much like we did against Bristol City, you know, we found you know ways out of it, just passing our way out of trouble. You know, one touch passing. You know, that was good. But coming into the final third, we, we sort of we lacked any sort of real creativity. We couldn't really get balls into Martin and get players around him as such. Um, I think it didn't help me either because Dwayne Holmes got injured. Hoping it's not too bad. Um, it looked like he took a bit of a kick to his ankle or his foot or something. So fingers crossed, it's just one of them impact injuries, and it, you know, hopefully, he'll be, be, be okay by Friday. But <clears throat> Graham Shinney came on to replace him, and and I just think we lost that sort of midfield spark. Obviously, we had sort of three players that are more defensive rather than creative in midfield. Then, you know, with Rooney, Max Bird, and, and Graham Shinney, I think. I think you know what you get with Dwayne Holmes is obviously that attacking prowess. You know he you know he likes to get forward, likes to run with the ball, take on players, look for that you know that that that, that final pass, and you know he you know he scares defenses. And we saw when he went off, and I think we we lost that, we lost that, and we didn't look we didn't look like threatening really. And you know Huddersfield, you know they they got forward, but again didn't really have many clear cut chances. Um, so yeah, you know, and, and at half time, nil nil, and, and with my nephew at the time, and he says, uh, "Bit of a boring game, this." And, but it was for me. It was. It was a bit weird. It was. It was like I say. It was, the, the the standard of performance from both sides was poor. Very stop start first half, especially you know, lots of players going down, injured, etc. You know, it was very very stop start, and it was just yeah. Got to half time, I thought, right, you know, well we've seen this before. And that was a bit worrying. The fact that we have seen it before, we have seen that Derby carry that doesn't come out of the blocks. 
And I thought, right, but we've seen him also come out in the second half and be a totally different side. <clears throat> but they came out in the second half and, and they weren't. It was still much of the same. Um, and then I think it was about, around about the hour mark, um, I think Max Bird put a great, he flashed a great ball across the, the, the face of the, 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 the six-yard box. And lucky didn't find anybody. Then they tried to break with it, and Wisdom put in a great tackle, and got us moving forward. And all of a sudden, the the crowd came alive because, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was the weather or what, but you know, we, we I felt you know we were quite quiet you know, compared to what we normally are. There wasn't much atmosphere. I think Huddersfield created a really good atmosphere for them, but. <clears throat> I don't know what it was. It, it just we just felt I don't know nervous maybe or, or not really feeling it. I'm not sure. But anyway, we then got a corner. Rooney played it short to Shinny. Shinny squared it to Lawrence. Lawrence took a touch, and then much like he did against Swansea, this one was a bit further out. It must have been 25 yards, maybe touching 30, and he smashed this ball. And he, the, 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 again, the swaz on it. Top bins, keeper didn't move, and you're thinking that's it. That's it now. I think they'll fold. They'll not get anything. Um, like I say, they didn't really look dangerous. There wasn't there wasn't much threat. But yeah, Derby do what Derby do. But saying that, again, uh, this time uh, Wisdom put a ball in. Six-yard box, waggon, probably about three or four yards out, diving header, and should find the net. He really should score. But somehow Lerzo, I think he blocked it with his legs or something. Great, great save. Can't knock it. It was a fantastic save. But, you know, waggon has got to be putting them away. You, you think on the run of form he's on at the moment, he would put them away. But it wasn't to be. Then another injury, this time to Wisdom. It looked like it was a bit of Hopefully, I think it was just like maybe a little bit of tightness or a bit of cramp. I think it was either his, his hamstring or his, or his quad or something like that. Um, went off. Jaden Bogle comes on. <clears throat> and, yeah. So, 10 minutes to go. There's a ball not for by Huddersfield. Jaden Bogle is underneath it. Under no real pressure. Heads it straight to Toffolo. Toffolo then waltzes into the box three men round him and slots the ball in at the near post beating Keller Roos I'm going to come on to that in a minute and then yeah I think they had a, then, then Huddersfield again another chance a couple of minutes later clean through and goal this time Roos makes a you, you think oh here we go they're in here game over but Roos makes an incredible stop to his left hand side and keeps us in the game, keeps it all level, and then that's it. Really, no real other chances. Whistles blowing, one all, and that's it. And yeah, left a bit despondent. Really, I think it just it just wasn't at it. We really wasn't at it, and I don't know if it was formation or tactics or what. But I think there was no real press. There was no real pace. You know, we we brought Marriott on after about sixty-five minutes or so. Um, I think it was. But we couldn't get the ball to him. You know, we, we tried a few long balls over the top, and he just couldn't get on the end of them. He got there was one way. He, you know, he was only, 
one on one, well, chasing a defender. And he, I think he, he literally just put his arm on him, and the defender went down. Referee blows a free kick. I'm not going to go into the officiating. Yes, we should have had a probably should have had a penalty in the first half. Chris Martin got dragged down from a corner, not given. Then again, I couldn't really see it from where I was sat in the south stand, but <clears throat> I think it was Forsyth made a challenge, and it from where we saw it, I thought, oh, it looks like a penalty, but wasn't given so I suppose like if yeah I don't know if it was let me know if, if you think it was a penalty because I, I couldn't see it from from my angle yeah so finished the game and again you yeah, know just left just left it, it just felt like we, we obviously we lacked pace and losing the homes as well you we, you lost that attacking edge going forward and I think the only thing, yeah, no, there's no criticism. It's not a criticism as such, but when you when you have the back four that we did um, with Wisdom, uh, Clark, Davis, and Forsyth, you lack a little bit of pace. So they tend to sit back, and we we tend to start attacks from deep and defend deep. <clears throat> so if you're looking to counter attack, rather than counter attacking through you know, potentially halfway between the halfway line and the edge of the penalty area, you end up attacking, you know, trying to counter-attack from your edge of your penalty area. And it's just, you're not getting the numbers up quick. I think there's a ball on four and Rooney was on it, but no one was near him. And you're thinking, where is everyone? And it was just one of them games, you know, we just we just tick it off the list. Yeah, we, we're still unbeaten at home since, obviously, the start of the season when we lost against Bristol. But, you know, it's, it's games like that that, it took something special from Tom Lawrence to get us in the lead, and you think, right, we've got that now. Potentially, that's it. Now we can go and get another, or we, we take the point. We, we take the three points, one nil win. But yeah, it just we just didn't amount to anything from that. Um, and and I just felt I felt a bit. Well, it was very poor, and it sort of felt like the, the, the derby of old, the derby from a few months back. Where there wasn't that urgency, there wasn't that tempo, there wasn't that creativity. Again, affected by injuries, yeah. And I got, I got the change in the fullbacks. I believe, I, I think. Well, I don't know. I think it may have been a little bit harsh on Max Lowe. Yes, he didn't have the best sort of first half against Bristol, but second half he came out. He was a lot better. Bogle. <clears throat> I felt, yeah, potentially it was justified. I did, I did sort of mention it. You know, he was a bit, you know, slow and his decision making wasn't quite there. Uh, he didn't pick. What, did he pick his man up at the back post against Bristol? But whatever. But obviously, I mean, listening to Cocky's post-match conference press conference, he sort of, he sort of, what's the word? Not slated him, but he sort of questioned his, his not not really his attitude, but just his focus. I think it was his concentration levels. You know, he's, he he basically said something on the lines of, you know, he's been, you know, he, he didn't, he's not been good enough for the last couple of games. Which can we agree with? I think possibly yes. We've not seen the sort of, you know, we saw a brilliant Jaden Bogle against Stoke, and then he's sort of gone backwards again since then. But I suppose this is what you get with you know, the young, you know, younger players. It's, it's keeping that performance level up, and we know Bogle can do it. We saw him last season, where you know, lots of games went by, and he, you know, he, he was consistent throughout. 
always good, you know, always confident running at his man, you know, but and we've not seen that Jaden Burgle this season. It's not just been the last couple of games. We have seen him have put games away, he's been alright, but then he's sort of gone back into his shell or whatever. I'm not sure, you know, I like Jaden Burgle as a player. I think he's a good player. Yes, he needs help. Well, not help, but yes, yes, he needs to improve on his defensive side. Attacking side here, yeah, you know, just back yourself. So many times I think we've seen the season where he's not in, just back yourself against your man. If you, you know, you run on the outside of him, if he tackles you, the more likely you're going to get a throw in or a corner. Back yourself. And I think that, that that's all the issue is. So, yeah, Cocky, rightly or wrong, you know, felt he, he didn't deserve to be starting. Uh, obviously, then questioned his, his concentration levels and focus levels when he came on a sub. I think the substitute, you know, the sub was the, the, the substitution was needed obviously due to the the sort of injury uh, that, that that wisdom picked up. Uh, Max Lowe on the other hand, again, I thought I think I thought Foz, I, I said on I said yesterday um, on Radio Derby that um, I think Forsyth probably should have started, but then again, you know, like I say Max Lowe had a great. Great second off, yeah, you know, pretty decent second off. He was more confident. We got a lot of we got a lot of joy down the left hand side against Bristol. So yeah, was it right to right to drop him? I don't know. You know, so it it it, it is where it is. But I thought I, I felt confident with the team. I felt we'd definitely get the three points. Wasn't to be, unfortunately. So yeah, but. Obviously, the 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 big thing. I mean, I'm, the big thing that I'll, I'll talk about in a minute is is two things. Two things I noticed on social media um, after the game tonight that I've seen. Um, one is obviously there's a little bit. Obviously, a little, there's the main critique I, I feel was was Keller Roos for the goal. Uh, Jaden Bergle coming in for a bit of bit of stick as well, and yeah, right, so so. Let's discuss that, shall we? Let's 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 crack on and discuss that. So, what to discuss first then? So, Keller Ruse then, obviously back in goal, due to the fact that obviously Ben Hamer was ineligible to play, as I've, as I've mentioned before. Now, I feel I've defended Keller Ruse this season quite a bit because he's coming for a lot of stick rightly or wrongly um, you know I've, def- I've, def- I've defended him but I've also said no I think it is time for him to you know essentially be dropped if you like so question <laughs> um, was he at fault for the goal Huddersfield's goal now uh so, first of all, I mean, if you if you've not seen the goal, he he, he gets beaten at his front post from well, the guy's about four yards out, but about two yards on the edge of the on the side of the edge of the six yard box. Now, right, so I've recorded this over two days. So I recorded the the first bit, obviously, with the game last night. It's now Sunday morning, and I've decided to record this because now I've seen the the highlights um, from YouTube on on from the DCFC uh, Rams TV. So I watched it again this morning. I watched it last night. Last night I watched it on Quest, and I felt 
saw the ball come through. He's had a shot, being at his front post. I think he's gone. Uh, uh, first, at first glance, I think yeah, I think he, he has gone down too early. Watching it again, uh, and also doing sort of a, I've put it on Twitter. You may have seen it, and it has obviously sparked some debate. Which is fine. I don't mind debate. You know, as long as there's no name calling, which there hasn't been, which is great. You know, we can all appreciate that. We can all appreciate having debate with other fans. It's fantastic, and we don't have to, you know, call each other names, etc. Um, now, if you look looking back at it again, he obviously like I said, he, he comes out, comes to his front post, but I think he sort of he, he leaves quite a bit of open space behind him towards the back post. Now, positioning for a goalkeeper is everything. I'm saying this as being a goalkeeper for, yeah, I played goalkeeper for 15 years. Um, growing up, you know, I played for Derby Boys, etc. Things like that. Uh, I, had, I had some good coaches in my time, you know, memory Steve Sutton being one of them, um, you know, ex-Derby Countykeeper. And obviously, position is one thing. So the way his position for me is quite right, He's showing a little bit of the front post, but not too much. He's showing more of of uh, the back post. So Toffolo's coming in. He's got. He's gone to a wide angle, and from that angle as a keeper, I'm thinking right. He's going for the back stick. Is he's going to put it right across me? And Kellerus anticipates that, but he doesn't. He goes front post. So Kellerus, Kellerus, what happens is Kellerus' body position becomes all wrong. He comes out to to cover his obviously the, the shot or the shot to the far post or even across, so he's diving to his left. Yeah, no, I'm trying to look, think of it now, which way it was. Yeah, he's diving to his left, um, and he's bringing his body out slightly front, just to sort of stop anything. But Toffolo's decided to go near post, and Ruse is all out of position. Is not going to stop it. Now keepers do get beaten at the front posts. Yes, they shouldn't. By 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 rule, by law, they shouldn't get beaten at the front post. Now, I, obviously, it happened with Ruse there. I saw it uh, the QPR versus Stoke game. I'm sure, it was Butland got beat in a similar situation at his near post. Part of being a goalkeeper is about anticipation. Part of it's trying to make that player make a decision. That's what I was taught when I was a goalkeeper growing up: is narrow angles. Try and make try and try and make that try and make the striker decide that you know give him no option but to go one side. And I felt looking at it that Kellerus did that. But I think the one thing he did do wrong was anticipate the shot too early. You can see from the screenshot I've got it just as it as it's left the Toffolo's foot. And he's, he's anticipated that it's going across the goal rather than to the front post. It is tough if, you are, if you're not seeing the screenshot. But if you go check my Twitter page, at Ramsrater, it is there. Um, there's a picture and everything. So he is partly at fault to... to he is partly, yeah, partly to blame for the goal. Uh, he should be stopping it. Obviously, it never should have got there in the first place, but I will come on to that. However, like I said in the report, a few moments later, 
Huddersfield are through one on one, and he's made a he's made a fantastic stop. They're the ones that you normally see, and you're watching, and you think, right, there's goal coming here. And keepers never get credit for the save. It's always a striker where he should have buried that. Yeah, where he should have done, but he didn't because the keeper made a great save. Yes, I am like I said, used to be a goalkeeper, sort of. You know, I I do try and defend goalkeepers, etc. Um, but I will say, if they're wrong, and you know, Kellerou's made an absolutely brilliant stop. Had he not made that stop, we would have lost the point, and we, you know, it, it would have been no points instead of one. And I didn't see him get a great deal of praise for that, and I think it's a bit harsh, because I know lots of people's thoughts on it. I know a lot of people. Yes, he hasn't, you know, he, he's not shot, put himself in the greatest of light. He's a brilliant shot stopper. You know, I think he is a really good shot stopper. His sort of issues come potentially in, in, in distribution and command in his area. Now, his distribution, I thought, was fine. There was no real issues with it uh, yesterday. None whatsoever. I, 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 felt, I felt it was it was absolutely, you know, there was no sort of hairy, scary moments. Um... And then crossing as well, I think he didn't have many to deal with. It, but one thing that was a bit, you know, sort of annoying, the, a, a ball came you know, the <coughs> ball came through, no real pace on it. Uh, a Huddersfield striker, was he, he was half-heartedly chasing it down. And Ruse came and catched it. And up went the, 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 the sarcastic cheers. What's the point? You know, we've got uh, whether you like him or not. You, you still, you, you know, we, we. This is a team game. You know, look at look at the stick that Lawrence has had over the past few weeks. You know, now we're now you now, now we're all getting behind him. You know, and he's showing and he's putting in performances now. He's scoring goals now. He's creating chances. Then it's the same with Ruse. You know. I do. The, 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 I know what the issue is. I've said it before on my show. I've said it plenty of times. I think obviously the issue is it. It was the same with Richard Keogh. Obviously he dropped a big clangor at Wembley, cost us promotion. Ruse obviously did the same. Did it cost the promotion? Would we have got that goal? Would we have got another goal? You know, could we have won it? We don't know. But inevitably, you know, his mistake put us two 0 down in the second half. Gave us a mountain to climb. We didn't get promoted. So you know, um, we know what fans are like. We we know what we're like. You know, some of us let it go, some of us don't, and that's fine. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, Kira got stick for years after Wembley, and Ruse. You know, Ruse. I don't know. You know, you know. And unfortunately, Ruse is going to be he's going to be critiqued. Every little thing is going to be critiqued. But you've also got to praise. Yeah, critique him. Say you know, you know, potentially he should have done better with with the goal, but also say yeah, but. Praise him for that save, because that save kept us in the game. That that save that save cost you know it 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 kept us it gained us a point. You know so if you don't like a player, like a player, it's fine. I'm not, I can't tell you to like every single player. Yeah, I know it's not going to happen. I'm not silly, um, but come on, give him give him give him a break. Yeah, he's not he's not the best keeper in the world. You know. He, he, there is there is parts of his game that he, he he needs to improve on, but at the end of the day, he came in and he 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 did a job. He even you know he came out for a cross in the first half, 
and he ended up injuring a Huddersfield player. He got he got a good fist to it. He took out a couple of Huddersfield players, and that's something we've not seen him done. But he had the confidence to do that, the confidence to come out, and he put you know he, he had one of the players injured. That's what you want to see your keeper doing. That's commanding your area. That's coming out and coming for a cross and knocking bodies out of the way to get that ball. You know, and and part of the reason why I brought this up was just was the simple fact that you know, at the end of the day, Hamer, Hamer made you know he 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 made a mistake against Swansea for their goal, their second goal, I believe it was, where he come out, tried to one-handed catch it, dropped it at the feet of their player, and they scored. So, but there wasn't a great deal said about that. Against Luton as well, their third goal, he really does go down far too early. But again, if you look at that position, he stood in a similar place to, to Roos. Obviously, a guy coming in from post. And... I don't know whether the guy spooned his shot or what, I don't know, but obviously it lifts over him. He's gone to the ground far too easily, far too quickly. But again, he didn't get criticised for that. The The team got criticised for a poor performance overall, not just the individual. And, and this is this, this is the point I'm trying to make. You know, All players make mistakes, but you win, lose and draw as a team. I, that, that's the way I feel anyway you know I, I just feel you know you win as a team lose as a team draw as a team just get behind the players that are on the pitch we saw it a few times we saw it a couple of times uh, against I think Stoke team selection got criticised went out and won 4-0 saw it again against Swansea team selection got criticised went and won 3-2 yeah. I'm not trying to change the way you, you you think or anything like that. I'm just trying to give you a different point of view. There's different ways, you know, to, to look at things, you know. But this is football. It, it's it's all about being a fan, you know. You, you like say you like players, you don't like players. It, it is what it is. You can't you can't change that. Um. But I just felt that Ruse was. Not unfairly, I don't think that's the word. Because yeah, there was, like I say, he 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 wasn't, to, you know, he he was sort of at fault. He could have probably done better with that one, with their goal. But obviously, then he never got any sort of real praise for keeping us in the game at one all. So the next point, obviously, I've touched on it already, just but it's Jaden Bogle. Like I say. The goal came from his error. Again, if you've not seen the goal, go check out the highlights on YouTube. He's obviously headed it. Like I said, ball, the ball's just come. It's just a lofted ball, and he's under no real pressure. I think looking back, maybe he's got time just to let it go over his head and you know let it go because it, it had a bit of pace on it. Instead, he's just. I don't. This is what I think. This is what Cocky was talking about about concentration. He's just headed it into net. He's headed it straight to their player. You know, he could have headed it out for a for a throw into them. He could have, I think, like I said, I think he could have he could have maybe found Wagon with the header. I think that's who he was looking for. And I think Wagon, you know, quite visibly, you know, visibly, you could quite see him. He was very angry at at, at Bogle for the for the header. Um. And. 
Yeah, it's just like, and so he's made this mistake. And like I say, I, I, I look at when I first saw it, I thought, oh, I'll just let it go. Yeah, this, oh, sorry, I just thought, just had it out. Um, but then looking back, I thought, when have he got time for that? Just let it go over his head, and or maybe step back, chest it down. But you know, it's football. You know, any sport you play in that moment, and made the wrong choice basically. That that's what he did. He made the wrong choice, and. Ultimately, it cost us, and, you know. And but again, Toffolo, he, he still had work to do. He picked the ball up, and he just he ran direct. You know, he had Waggon on on his on his right hand side, and, and then he had Davis and Bogle coming across him, and neither one of them put a foot in. And it just another it's just another sloppy goal for us for for us to concede again. Very poor goal to concede, and that that that's that's it's just defensive lapses at the minute, and that's that's just what we keep doing, and it's just costing us. And I know I, I was really excited. I think in the, after the Swansea win, and I thought, yeah, we could just talk about playoffs. <coughs> uh, yeah, I got ahead of myself, but this is what football do to you. It's what Toby do to you as well. I think is. They give you that bit of optimism, you know. They give you that hope, and yeah, the, I, if we'd beaten Bristol, yeah, we could have talked potentially about playoffs, but definitely not now. I, I definitely think it's. Our, our, our run, our form says it all. Eleven wins, eleven losses, eleven draws. Absolutely mid-table, and that's where we sit. Thirteenth, you know. So. Yeah, that unless something unless something miraculous happens, then yeah, it's uh, it's just it's another start, another 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 year in the championship. But it's uh, yeah, it, it's just one of them. Into it's we've got to accept it, and I think I think a lot of us have accepted it. And you know, you can see that yeah, this isn't going to be this year, but we can see where we are going. So where are we going next season then? Um, well, we're seeing where we're going, and obviously I was I was talking about playoffs first. I'm gonna get this out of the way. We will have we will have a say in the playoffs, whether we like it or not. We will have a say because we've got to play the teams like Brentford at home, Leeds at home, Forest at home, Fulham at home, uh, Preston away, another team in the mix. We've got to play the sides. So we might not get to the playoffs ourselves, but we're certainly going to cause some destruction on the way, potentially, if we can get wins, which is obviously the hope. And Can you imagine upsetting Forest, Leeds? Oh, that'd be brilliant. That'd just be, you know, wonderful. Because Leeds at the start of the season, you know, they all thought they were coming to Pride Park. Is it April? I think we play them. Maybe it may. I can't remember. I've not got the fixture this handy. But they thought they, you know, they were thinking, yeah, we'll come, we'll come to Pride Park and we'll win the title there. That'll be payback. Obviously, it's not going as smoothly as they thought it would. Um, same with same with same with Forest. You know, Forest are up there fighting for playoffs. Well, Automatic spot had a bit of a mare in midweek. 
I suppose, against uh, Charlton losing one nil. That's going to put a big. Yeah, that's going to put a big dent in their their automatic hopes. But whatever. I'm not really, you know, I'm just, I'm not bothered about. It. I do, I do believe, like I said, eleven, eleven wins, eleven draws, eleven losses. We'll bang mid table. We're probably won't. You know, I'm, I'm, well, more than likely, I'm not going to get the playoffs anymore. Nine point gap. Can't see it happening. Um, but yeah, we will definitely have a say on the matters. Put it that way. But obviously that you know that that's this season. Next season I think is gonna be our main focus. So next season it's it's gonna be more about the youngsters. And we're seeing this now. We're seeing we're seeing what Koku wants, we're seeing the plan he's got, sort of, or the you know, we're seeing the progression he's making. It I mean a lot of obviously the see the start to the, the season we had was catastrophic by our standards. To be sat three points, four points, whatever it was, off the bottom three was horrendous. Yeah, and it's unheard of. And, you know, a lot of the fans obviously were calling Koku's head, Koku out. But, and I think a lot of that came from, obviously, where we've, where we've been and where we finished last season. You know, we finished last season in the playoffs final. You think, right, here we go. We've got an experienced manager. We'll go again. And we'll win it this year. We'll go up automatically. And obviously, it it's not gone like that at all. I've gone. I've, I've obviously gone on record saying at start when I started doing my podcast. I, I believe that Cocker will be the man to take us up. But I don't think it'll be this year. I do think we're going to be mid-table this year because we need to settle this. You know, sell it down. So obviously, the future is 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 the youngsters now. A lot of the youngsters, you know, we're seeing. Is obviously academy products. That's, that's what I mean by youngsters. The academy products. The fifty percent of the starting lineup is going to be academy products. That is the dream. That is the plan. That is what Mel Morris wants. So let's talk about them. Let's talk about the youngsters. Let's talk about what they did over at, against um, Dortmund in the in midweek. Three-one victory. Through to the last sixteen of the UEFA Youth League or. If you want to call it what it essentially is, it's the Champions League, but for youth academies. They beat Bruce Dortmund three-one through to the last sixteen now against uh, Red Bull Salzburg in Salzburg. So, if you fancy a trip to Austria to watch some football, watch some watch some of our young talent, then there you go. However, you will have a choice by the sounds of things because I, f- I believe that that game was played on the first or fourth of March, which obviously coincides with the fifth or. Fifth of is it the fifth of March for the Man United game? So yeah, <laughs> I think it's a bit of a take your pick one. But let's just get on to the Dortmund then. So Dortmund then three one players shown. You know the players obviously we've got in the academy that we've got in the first team from the academy. You're looking at Bogle. You're looking at Low. You're looking at Max Bird. You know all three of them from the academy. Jason Knight's another one. He's been in, obviously, in and around the first team quite a lot this season. He went for a really good run of form just after Christmas. Uh, we've seen him drop out. Now, I don't know if that's because Koku, obviously, Koku said uh, he would drop players under 23s out of the squad or drop them to the bench or, you know, 
what have you, you know, he, he said he'd do that. Because he wants to see how they adapt and how they, you know, how their attitude is, etc. Things like that, you know. They don't want players with the attitude to go, well, I've made it now, I've been in the first team, I don't need to be playing on 23s, etc. No, you do. You need to carry on your development, so whatever. You know, we've seen him drop out, you know, and he came back and decided against Swans, he didn't look his best. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to criticise him, he's not a winger, he's more of a central midfielder, but that's what, uh, you know, that's that. Um, so, yeah, it, and he's another one, Jason Knight. We've obviously seen Lewis Sibley get minutes, Whitaker get minutes. Again, uh, Buchanan, he got minutes. He sort of drifted back out into the academy squad. Um, but he played He played against Dortmund. Lewis Sibley absolutely bossed the game against Dortmund, bossed the midfield. You could see they were scared of him. He got a goal as well. Whitaker, another one, had a great performance. Uh, he was solid, you know, very creative, very good. Definitely showed his, his his head and shoulders above that level, but I just don't think he's quite ready for first team at, at championship level. Sorry, I think a loan deal would be really beneficial to him. And I know Cocker doesn't like it; he likes to keep tabs on his uh, his, his his academy products. You know, his his youngsters. He likes to keep tabs on them, but I just think Whitaker is that player that needs to potentially get a loan to get some first team football. But other players as well that. Haven't been around the first team yet. Um, Ebersaley, uh, Jordan Brown, Archie Brown. A player that really impressed me was Aaron Cashin, centre back. Very good player. You know, he seemed dead solid. You know, he got a goal. Uh, corners, everything seemed to go to him from from attacking corners, and he'd, he'd win it. He'd, he'd winning headers all over the place. Um, and then defensive wise as well. Solid, absolutely solid. And there was a tackle he put in 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 his own his own penalty area. And you think this guy's going to score? And it's just cashing comes in and he, he sticks a leg out and oh, slide tackle. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. If you can find it, you've got to watch it. Absolutely brilliant tackle. So yeah, we've got these players in that are now. You're thinking Engelbart, right? Okay. You know, there's been a lot of praise um, for for the Brown boys. I don't. They're not related. Uh, Archie Brown and, and Jordan Brown. Uh, Ebersaley again. He's someone that's um, being mentioned quite a lot by fans. Are seeing it in the under twenty threes, and of course Jamal Hector Ingram, another player. You know, so there's a lot of exciting prospects coming through. A lot of exciting talent. Obviously, they don't all make it. They won't all make it. You know, that's football for you. It'd be amazing if they did. You know, they, they, they've got obviously a very very experienced coach, very qualified coach in Koku. So it'd be really good if they did if they if they did all make it, but the likelihood is that they're not. But and save that for another day. So we've got that. You know, we've got these players coming through. And it's great to see. But can they you know, can they can they compete next season? Will they be ready to compete next season? You know, will they be ready to make that step up to the championship? You know, fight for place and, and, and fight for that place, and you, you'd be looking at the players to be keeping out. You know, where do you fill them all in? I've said this before. You know, so the future does look very bright, very bright indeed. You know, so 
next season is going to be an interesting one because you're going to have these academy products, you know, chomping at the bit. You would think, you know, to 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 be wanting to play first team football, to be wanting to play with Wayne Rooney. You know, that's got to be, you know, that that's that's a big carrot. That's a big carrot to dangle for these kids. You know, you for him to say, you know, I played with the greatest, you know, England's greatest goal scorer, Manchester United's greatest goal scorer. England's most capped outfield player, Wayne Rooney. I played with him. It's a big carrot. Big, big carrot. You know, so they're, they're going to be wanting to get in. But, you know, the way I mean, like I say, it's, it's going to be, I, I believe last season, uh, last season, I believe that our best squad this season was the one that started against Stoke. And that only had Bogle and, uh, and Max Bird at the academy and I think we saw I thought and what I'd like to see personally is obviously next season now we're looking at is Bogle to be shifted up higher up that's if we don't sell him you know there was interest in the summer um, so potentially he could go you know I, I, I can see it, you know, it depend obviously with financial fair play and all that stuff if someone comes in for an offer a decent offer I think I think I think Mel valued him about eight million or something like that. Crazy, I would have thought at least ten, but whatever. But if someone comes in a decent offer for him, we accept it. We put wisdom at right back. We've got Tavares coming in. We need another centre back anyway, regardless. Yeah, because you're only then going to have wisdom. Uh, well, you're only going to have Curtis Davis and Tavares, and I think you know Curtis Davis. He wasn't really in Koku's plans at the start of the season. I don't think he's going to be in his plans next season, apart from being obviously a backup. You know, that's if he's if he's even still here. You know, he might want to say, you know what, can I leave? I want to go to Luton. I want to end my career there. One more season, I'm done. I want that to be at Luton where I start my career. You never know. He did mention it. Um, I can't remember where I saw it, but I've read it or whatever. I did see him say that. So we we won't need a centre back next season, but yeah, I generally would like to see obviously Max Lowe, Max Lowe on the left back, a centre back because we won't have Clark, you know, and and, and uh, Cocky likes his his left side, a uh, left footed centre back and a right footed centre back. Loves balance. Uh, so yeah, Clark. Uh, well, it won't be Clark, but it's a centre back. Then Tavirik, Wisdom at right back. I'd love to see you know Bogle as a winger. I think he'd suit that play. I think he'd suit it a lot more, a lot better. You won't have to worry about his defensive abilities. Yeah, you've then got that extra support. You know, you see, we see at times, uh, for, for instance, Lawrence you know, on the left-hand side coming back and to try and help Max Lowe out. And yeah, he's not the best defensively, and that's nothing against him. That's what you know. That's maybe why I get stick because he's you know he doesn't help out. You know, he's he's not got a defensive bone in his body really. Um, he's getting better at that though. But that's, don't, don't need to talk about Tom Lawrence. Uh, we're talking about the academy lads. Um, but that's going to help if you get a right back, you know, and then you have Bogle in front of him. You should be solid down the down the right hand side. So yeah, I would like to see him further forward, Jaden Bogle. So, with that said, then it, it next season it's we, we will need players in, no doubt. We will need another centre back, maybe two centre backs, maybe a right back. 
and this is what I mean. If 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 someone comes in for money, with uh, good money for Bogle, I think I believe we'll sell him. I just feel we will. Um, obviously we're going to lose a handful of players as well, so the, the academy lads have got to step up. But you need to bring that experience in. We we need a goalkeeper. I've said it. There you go. I've said it. <laughs> no, we do need a goalkeeper. Just obviously, Hamer leaves anyway because he's only on loan. And I just think, you know, I, I, I just feel for Ruse. I just feel with the, the criticism and the and whatnot, what he gets off the fans, I just think it's too much pressure for him to be a number one. Is he good enough to be a number one? He showed, he, you know, he showed last season he was fine as, as a number one up until the Wembley. And I think the nerves showed, you know, this is it's probably the biggest game he's ever been in in his short career. And I think, you know, he just got to him. But, yeah, so I, I think we need an experienced goalkeeper. Scott Carson, will he be here? Will he be here? Probably not. Um, regardless of, I think, his, I still believe he's got another year in his contract. I think he had an extension. But I don't think he'll be here. I think we'll have a look to offload him for whatever. But, you know. So, you know, it's just finding that goalkeeper. You know, I mentioned Joe Hart. Obviously, he'd have to take a pay cut from whatever he's on now at Burnley in the Premier League. Will he take it? We have, we have seen players come here take pay cuts, but will he do it? You know, maybe Rooney will have a word of saying, fancy coming here, we need a goalkeeper. Who knows? But yeah, I, I think a goalkeeper is really a top priority. And then, you know, you can look at you can look at all over the pitch where you can improve. You know, like I said, I think the midfield, we've got enough players through the academy... And what we've got on the side as it is, you know, like your shinnies, your runes, your birds, um, we've got enough there. Up front, Lawrence, do we get another left winger or left, foot, left attacking midfielder to give him some competition? Centre forwards then, you know, we've got Chris Martin, you've got Waggon, you've got Marriott. You know, Marriott not really getting any game time at the moment. Waghorn's now been sort of reverted back to playing on the white on, on the right hand side. Um and Chris Martin again, his contract's out at the end of the season, but you know, I you know my feelings, I've said yes, give him give him another year. Give him another year. Because he's coming up with goals this season. You know, yeah, a lot yeah, I'm still seeing criticism of him at, at, at times during games. You know, he's not doing enough, he's not doing it. Well, there's only so much he can do, but he's grabbing goals, and I think he's been involved in the most goals this season now. So that's not just scoring; that's assists as well. So it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be another potential transition next season as well. So it's really going to be interesting to see. But the future does look very bright, especially with the young lads. You know, and and whether it be this season or sorry, not this season, it won't be next season or the season after, or even the season after. I do still firmly believe that Cocker will be the man to get us promoted, get us to the Premier League, and then, you know, I think we'll. It's weird actually because someone actually mentioned this. Um, I think it was on Twitter or something. Someone said. I don't want to get promoted this year because you can imagine if we went on a run and got into the playoffs but failed to get promoted you'd get some Premier League club or something that would come in for cocky and we'd probably let him go 
you know what? He does feel like that's. It just just seems to feel like that's what Derby do. We saw it with Rowett. Obviously, he went to another Championship club in Stoke, but we saw it with Lampard. We don't want to see it with Cocky, do we? Um, so, yeah. Sorry, but yeah, no. The future is, is is potentially looking bright, very very bright indeed. With 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 all this young talent we've got coming through now, and we can't you know we can't we can't argue with that. It's just obviously the now, and this like I said, this season. I, I called mid table from the start of it. Still believe it now. Yeah, playoffs would be nice, but again, do we want to go to playoffs with another? I'd I'd for me. Personally, I want to see us take this league by the the, the horns. Just take this league by the you know by the horns and, and just go and win it or come second. You know because I don't want playoffs. I'd rather just go up automatically. Really, I would. But you can't you can't have everything you want, can you? So, but I, I, I'm rambling now anyway. So um, yeah, Fulham then on uh, Friday next game. We know what Fulham are going to do. They're going to come out. They're going to attack. And we know they're a good side. Yes, they lost 3-0 against Barnsley at home. But keep on a bit of a mare, in fairness. Very shocking. Absolutely appalling. Two big, big mistakes. You thought Ruse was bad for not saving that shot. Gordon Bennett. I can't imagine what our fans would have been like if Rodak had been in goal for us. Um, but we know what they're going to play. You know, and we know what they're going to bring. They'll bring this pass in, this you know, this possession-based, quick-tempo football, and it'd be interesting to see what what Kaku does against this side actually, because we've seen if we can play against, if we can play to the the, the standard performance like we did against Swansea, like we did you know against Bristol for you know what we need to score obviously. If we can if we can play to that standard, you know, I, I, I'm confident we can get three points. I'm always confident. I always am, you know, and. I just felt like I said, like I said, like I mentioned at the start of, start of my show, it, it was, yeah, it, it felt like a bit like a derby of old. There was no temper or anything, but again, it's going to be. Hopefully, uh, Holmes will be all right. Hopefully, Wisdom will be all right, um, and we'll just see how it goes. But I, I, I think we can get three points. I'm going to go three two. It's going to be a high scoring game, lots of goals, three goals to derby, two to Fulham. You know, and we've been, in fairness, last couple of games we've played against Fulham at Pride Park, we've won them 1-0 and 4-2, so there's always that look on our side, isn't there? So, yeah, anyway, I'm rambling now. That's uh, that's my prediction. It's going to be a tough game, very tough game, no doubt, as they all are, but I can, I, I'm hoping we can get the three points. So, yeah, um, that's my show, guys. I've rambled on a bit. Um... It's Sunday morning. It's Sunday morning. The kids got me up very early this morning, for whatever reason. So then they're having a morning nap because they're exhausted. So yeah, in, in, enjoy your weekend. It, well, what's left of it? <laughs> um, if you are what, listening to this um, on Sunday, the rest of today, or if you decide to listen tomorrow on the way to work or whatever, um, enjoy your week at work. If you want to follow me, as always. At Ramswriter on Twitter. I am also on Instagram at the underscore Ramswriter underscore podcast. Facebook, search the Ramswriter. 
Also, as well, for those, there's a lot of you, um, yeah, quite a few actually, you like to DM me on Twitter or whatever you call it on Facebook, Facebook Messenger me. Um, feel free, or Instagram or whatever, I, I don't mind. If you Unless you're being a dick, then don't bother, but you can ask people to DM me. I, I, do, I do sort of always reply. I don't always do it straight away, but, it, you know, like I say, it doesn't bother me, it's fine. I, I like interacting with you guys. You know, you're my fans, you're my listeners. I'll always, I'll, I'll always talk to you. So, yeah, uh, also as well, yeah, I know my last podcast wasn't the best quality. Um, because it, it was done via link, the connection wasn't the best, I don't think, via the Wi-Fi or whatever, so it sounded shit, to put it bluntly. Um, I have, though, thanks to those that signed up to Patreon, um, I have bought some microphones now. So, when I have another guest on, I'm going to sit with them rather than do it over via a phone link. And hopefully, the recording quality will be a lot better. So, it'll be a lot a lot more enjoyable listening to you, listening for you. So, yeah. So, if you want to sponsor me and you want to get involved, like I say, it's $3 a month minimum. It's it's just it's literally it's it's it's, it's, it's voluntary. You don't have to, obviously. Um, it's just so I can, like I said, like I said, if I get enough followers, I will do prize draws, for tickets, and things like that, and memorabilia. Why not? Let's get you involved. You listen to me. Why not get rewarded? Um, so three dollars a month. <coughs> we visit Patreon.com. So that's Patreon. P A T R E O N. dot com. Forward slash the Rams writer. Click sign up. Jobs are going to. But yeah. So that's it, yeah, so I've rambled on there a bit, but yeah, thank you for listening guys, uh, as always I appreciate you so much, it's always a pleasure for me to do this for you guys, always a pleasure you guys interact, really appreciate the love, I shall see you next time, have a great week, come on Derby! Ah, almost forgot as well, uh, if you obviously, if you listen to it via iTunes or I think there's some, there's, there is other ones that do this as well, subscribe to that that way you get a notification when I post uh, also give us a rating if you want five star would be nice uh, give us a comment cool happy days but yeah anyway that's enough now take care take care guys I'll see you soon come on Derby